RP Gamer Fan Art. It's Artastic. Welcome everyone to the podcast for October 15th. This is RPG Cast Episode 6. This week we have some exciting stuff for you, including Nintendo's big, big conference. We've got some uh, various, we've got a ton of news this week. We've got people getting sold, and, well, companies getting sold. It's all crazy. Downloadable games and Crisis Core for the PSP, which I'm very excited to talk about. But we'll get to that later. First, let me introduce our panel. We've got Brian Boulette. Um, Hello. Also, hey, Brian. Uh, we've got Michael Tidwell. Hey. And we got Anne Marie Newfeld. Hey, everybody. I'm back. Yeah, Paul is back. Um, and I'm Chris Privetier, and we're ready to get going. Um, first of all, guys, wow, last Thursday night, right? What a crazy conference. Um, I know you were up watching it with me, well, watching the news coverage with me, right, Brian? Uh, yes. So. Talk about just so many things. Um, unfortunately, we don't cover Smash Brothers, which was one of the big things. But uh, we Thank do God. cover. <laughs> I'm excited about. I was this waiting stuff. for that. Brothers, but, uh... Yeah, February. <laughs> what the heck? Yeah, uh, the delay is sad, but yeah. mascot shovelware. You can't even give it during the time of the Japanese. We have to wait another two and a half weeks. Aww. Aww. I'm Don't sad. Worry. They're making a nice game that we'll play forever and ever, and hopefully just, the online will be good. So, Just think, yeah. Michael, you only have to wait two and a half more weeks before you can just repeatedly kick my butt time and time again. Yes. I am ready for that. Maybe we should have some sort of RPG game. We should have some sort of RPG gamer tournament of, like, I don't know, the RPG mascot characters in the game or something, maybe. I don't know. Michael's banned from playing Link. He's not allowed. <laughs> okay, I'll play Pikachu. I'm fine with that. Oh, no, you're banned from him, too. No. <laughs> so you're banned from any character you can beat Anima with. <laughs> so all of them. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll just disqualify him from the tournament right now. <laughs> I just like the suggestion that the internet might be good. Do you mind me if you could? Well, you know, I'm hoping. Oh. It doesn't seem to be suited for that sort of play with a fast twitch fighter, but maybe. Maybe they can pull something out. It seems to be in good hands. I really love the way that developer's doing his blog and all that. Anyway, we've got Fire Emblem announcement out of that conference too, though. And yay, Fire Emblem on the DS, which is exciting. Very excited about that. Yeah. Um, apparently we didn't know that there'd be another portable title, so this is good to see a confirmation of it. So, Yeah, a few months back... Uh, the people at Intelligent Systems who makes them were talking about the series and saying that basically they thought while Advance Wars is more suited to a handheld format, they think that because of the epic nature of Fire Emblem, it's kind of better suited to the consoles. So it had been three years since the DS came out. I was starting to get a little bit worried. There's comments that they weren't going to make one. And now to finally have happens, I'm very excited about that because I think portable Fire Emblem is just awesome. Yeah. I think they would have really been shooting themselves in the foot if they hadn't made one. I mean, the two Fire Emblem games that were on the Game Boy Advance were phenomenally well-received. Oh, absolutely. They're fantastic games, and I think with the um, I think the DS is perfectly suited to strategy RPGs like that because you can have all that statistical information displayed right at the top, right there for easy access all the time. And, you know, whenever I play a strategy game, 
you're constantly going in. I used to look at all the different stats for terrain, different units, for job requirements, for ability, all that sort of stuff. To have that constant display is just perfect for them. And, I mean, that's not even taking into consideration the fact that, I mean, the DS can sleep for, you know, hours and hours. I mean, I think I left mine for a week at one point and then woke it up and it still had juice left. That's true. So, you know, even though strategies, strategy games are a little more involved and, you know, you can't always say, well, you know, just close it and tuck it in and, and off you go and, and you'll still be good. Yeah, I was noticing that with tactics. I'm like, okay, so I'm going to fight this hour-long battle and I have no quick save. <laughs> and, you know, the new Slims have a battery life of, what, two hours? Yeah. <laughs> Great. Pretty bad at points. Oh man, and why? I think it looks great too. I think it looks great. Yeah, yeah. They got a new song with the characters. I think it looks really fantastic. Cool. Um, (laughs) I don't know what to say about that. I can't wait till it comes out. We don't have the the Wii version though yet. I'll just take any Fire Emblem at this point. That'll be out in November. I'm looking forward to that one too. Mm Mm-hmm. Sweet. Well, we also got another kind of bombshell there. Out of nowhere, a new Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles title shows up. Um, the Little King. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, The Little King. Square Enix, obviously. Coming out well, as a download. The full title is uh, The Little King and the Abyss uh, Land. Ah, right. So, <laughs> a downloadable title. So, it's kind of like the first real game that I know of that's been announced for WiiWare. Unless I'm mistaken about that. They, were, they announced quite a few games during the conference. It's just the only RPG that they announced. Oh, yeah, yeah, which is surprising enough that they announced an RPG for WiiWare. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't really expecting full games like that. Oh. Um, Country-building RPG. I don't know. I guess we're going to see some, some demonstration of the game mechanics there, but it could yeah. be good. I'm, I'm kind of waiting to see, because if it's going to be a Dark Cloud game, I'm sold. It's uh, um, going to... I'm yep. preemptively giving two thumbs down because it looks like a total clone of King's Story. Boost. Mm. Okay. Um, Fifteen hundred points, which is what in real human dollars? Fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars. Oh, okay. All right. So Nintendo did it easy. All right. Sorry about yeah. that. I don't. I don't. I don't spend Wii points. So. <laughs> All right. That. That was just... I did not expect that out of the conference, that's for sure. So, And it's uh, being done by the director of Final Fantasy X-2. Uh, no, And no, the current not. director of... No, it isn't? No, no, no. He's just doing the scenario, Well, he's doing actually. the scenario. He's okay. the story. It's still important. Yeah, it's important, that's true. Um, I don't know... Oh, so I didn't play any of the Crystal Chronicles games, so I'm not sure if uh, Kumi Tanioka is any good at music. Um she is actually. Um, music was for the first game on the GameCube. A very pretty okay. soundtrack. Cool. And front mission producer. So this could turn out pretty decently, I think. I don't know. All right, so pretty good staff. Put into a, a cheap to make game, or cheap to distribute game. Japanese mm-hmm. release in March 08. No idea if it's coming out here yet. I would think so, but especially with, with an electronic download. Yeah. Okay, and there were two other two other RPGs announced at this conference. Um, 
really don't have much detail on them at all. Uh, the first, uh, Eternal Chronicle, um, developed by Pan, who did two Donkey Kong titles, Jungle Climber and Barrel, Brat, Barrel Blast. So I don't know that I'm going to expect too much from that, but there's a couple screenshots that we put up. Um, the other one is from Monolith Soft, Soft um, called Soma. Which is... Do you know what that word means in Japanese, Brian? No, I don't. I know that I keep finding that Soma's in Persona 3. And so the game's called Soma Bringer. So I wish they would bring me some more Somas in Persona 3 because they're really nice and useful. But the being developed by uh, Monolith and music being done by Yasunori Mitsuda. So that's some good pedigree there for music. So... Monolith has done some other good stuff. They did, you know, Xenosaga, Kaito, so that should turn out to be pretty decent, I would think. I think it looks like ass. Oh. And it does also. I think they both look terrible. Oh, well, just looking at the screenshots. It's just a development row now, though, right? So probably early to make those judgments. Uh-huh. Not these days. These days when they show us development work, it's pretty much that's how it's going to look. Uh, well, yeah, I think so. Ah, I've been seeing stuff change lately. Oh. Only when it goes back in the RP game or pull it back oh. and stuff. Yeah. No, we'll see. But it, let's it, just say my my patients are very low on both of these. Okay. I, I'm disappointed that you know, Nintendo buys a really talented uh, RPG, or at least still a prominent RPG developer like Monolith Soft, and this is what they give them as their project. It just doesn't look that promising at all. All right. Um, well, ne- coming up next, we got some stuff that didn't, that was not in the conference. So, first up, we have that Sega has announced Shira and the Wander is coming out for DS. Um, so it's a remake of the original Super Nintendo game, but we'll also have some new content and requisite hooray here. <laughs> <laughs> so, Pause, who is a fan of the mysterious dungeon-style games. Very excited. Um, I know I've played one, and I'm kind of already tired of the, the series, but Brian is not very excited. Mike, where do you sit on the scale here? I'm on the fence. Mystery dungeon-type games can be good. They can be bad. Mm-hmm. Um, it's too early. Yeah. Well, I'm always the so- last one to have an opinion. Seems weird that. Why is Sega doing a mysterious dungeon game? Is that common for them? They're not. They're just publishing. The game is actually being developed by Chunsoft, who's actually yeah. the same team that made the original mysterious dungeon games. They started is, off with uh, Tornico's Mysterious Dungeon, which is the spinoff of the Dragon Quest series. So uh, someone else. So did somebody else publish this in Japan then? No, Sega published in Japan also. Yeah, which um, is why I'm, uh, which is why I'm pretty excited about it because I think that it's going to be. Um, I think they have enough um, solid people on it that um, it's going to be pretty good. Okay. Next up, we got a story about Bioware, which probably many people have heard about. This one, kind of some big news. Um, Bioware has been purchased by EA. So, we've got some mixed reactions about that. Um, one is that, okay, great, they've got some financial security, 
continue doing these big projects. And the other is that the apocalypse is coming. Um, why don't you just let loose, Brian? I'm not going to say the apocalypse is coming, but uh, it's not really a good thing. I think there's a lot of upsides to this. I don't I mean, look at EA's history. They're not really the best publisher. They Not a lot of good stuff comes out of there. They are the and number one publisher. They're buying up as much as possible. I mean, it's kind of scary, actually, because I'm not a big fan of monopolies in general, dominating um, the West publishing market, and it's kind of scary. I don't know if you could say not a lot of good, good comes out of there. There's a, there's some very solid games coming out of EA. Um this like year's what? Madden is well. This year's Madden was considered one of the best Madden. Uh, it's yeah, it's Madden. They make they make one every year for the past twenty years. You know they do. Yeah, but that doesn't mean it's and not. Everybody good. still buys them. Yeah. Also, Rock Band is being put Everyone out by buys EA, Britney Spears albums pretty solid. Um, oh. <laughs> they did make Boogie though, and that did not do too well. So yeah. we'll see. My concern with EA is not necessarily external, but internal. Uh, EA has a, a terrible reputation in the gaming industry for, for not being terribly good to its employees. And so, you know, my concern is now that they've bought up BioWare, um, you know, they're going to start losing the employees that came with that purchase. And even though it's still going to be called BioWare, it's not going to have the same people and the same feeling. Will it, though? Will it even be called BioWare and... and- Five. I mean, look how many studios this company has consumed in the past. You know, look at Westwood. That's gone. Yeah. yeah. And that's the other thing, too, is, I mean, honestly, at this point, I think people do recognize the Bioware name. And, you know, people don't associate EA with RPGs. People do associate Bioware with RPGs. And so I think that if EA goes with its previous track record absorbs the studio and simply lets the name sit idle that um, even though the game could be potentially really good made by previous Bioware employees it's not going to receive the sort of um, credit it's due because well now it's EA making it I mean, well, can anyone I, point out a studio that EA has swallowed up and has actually survived I mean, I can uh, think of Origin, Westwood, and Bullfrog that have all been basically dissolved within... Don't they Don't the they also have Criterion? Yeah, Brian? They bought them for the engine and then basically shut them down. Isn't that true? Uh, no. Um, Burnout? Familiar with it? Kind of a big franchise. Okay, well, that's one. Well, I, you, you asked for one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, that that that's all that comes to mind, but uh, it can happen. But you're right; the the stories about like Westwood are very depressing. So, and Origin and Bullfrog. Yeah, I don't know those two. So, it was Molyneux Studio, Peter Molyneux. Okay, well, Molyneux creates lines with Microsoft now. Hmm. Well, he's he's still around, so uh, it's not but like he's it was not the VA anymore. Yeah, that's what I mean. His his team basically shut down. You know, he's gone. He's not there anymore. You can't think happened with Bioware in a few years. Mm-hmm. I've been wondering what's going to happen with Mythic after. The, that's why I'm really watching this Warhammer so closely because they they bought Mythic and, uh, you know, it's not the same company. They're not doing things the same way. And uh, so far, uh, I haven't seen any bad effects on uh, Warhammer, but 
you know, going out of beta and not saying anything? That's well, weird. yeah, let's talk about Warhammer then. Um, apparently their beta is closed for the next two months. And it doesn't seem like very clear reasoning was given out till recently. Um, some speculation going on again about the end is nigh, the game's going to be canceled again. Um, one of the developers gets on message boards and says, no, 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 we got all the info we needed, we need to make some changes now, then we'll come back, do things again, or whatever. Um, is this just a case of people being just beat on the head with Warhammer getting delayed or canceled so many times that they see any sign of it happening again, they just make these assumptions? Well, you see so many MMORPGs now just saying, you know, we're done, we're not going to yeah. continue. And so the first sign of trouble, people are like, oh, this is the next one to go. And, but a lot has to do with this game has been kind of delayed, it, mostly by the fact of never giving a date of release. They gave one far-out date, I believe, at E3 2006, and said late 2007, and now they're not going to come even close to that. Mm -hmm. Of course people are sort of going, is this ever coming out? Is this turning into vaporware? I mean... Closing down a beta. Technically, the definition of a beta is your feature complete. That's a really good point. So shutting is, it down for two months means you're not. Well, and, and the other thing is, is I think it's just how all of this was worded. Um, you know, this, this guy comes on the message boards and is like, oh, you know, we're, we have all sorts of feedback now. We have two months to make everything better. We're working just as hard. Even with a few members missing, and it's like, whoa, 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 wait, a few members missing. <laughs> what Stop members rest. missing? Like, where, where did this bombshell come from? Who did you lose? Why? You know, um, that, that was just a really, really stupid thing to say, to be honest. Like, what a bombshell. No, no, bad, bad move. Well, and I you think know that's what's really panicking people. Is it's like, well, if, if, if the devs are leaving, what, what's going to happen now? You know, I, I well, you bring that up, and that makes me concerned. Because Mike, do you remember back at uh, Penny Arcade Expo, we had a a meeting with some uh, with it another wasn't a meeting. We were, we were having a few drinks, and we were having some drinks with some people. I won't say whose party it was, but a lot of those people used to be at Mythic, and they mm -hmm. didn't seem to be too positive about the environment there, and that it seemed to encourage people to not want to stay there very long. <laughs> I don't know. Did you get that same impression, or was that just me? <laughs> well, part of the problem was, as I've already talked to Mythic before, and that is not an EA effect. That has been a Mythic effect. You mm -hmm. can you can suddenly not work there anymore very easily. Mm. So it might not so, be that the people chose to leave. They were just um, escorted out. Something. Escorted out. <laughs> On very short notice, apparently. Apparently it goes yeah. very fast there. But, you know, that's the way some of the places work. Yeah. All right, it's, well. it's really hard to say for sure. But, yeah, to mention on the blue, oh, by the way, some people don't work here anymore. That's the last thing you want to say ever. Mm. Because everybody's going to go, why? And then you're, of course, going to say, well, I can't tell you, but wasn't that a fun conversation? Well, that's always the problem when you don't have the PR people making these statements. <laughs> Yeah, that's also the thing. Is he's probably in trouble now because of that. Probably because uh, he might be EA is like, out now. <laughs> yeah, well, EA itself is all like, you know, twelve layers of PR before they say anything. What do you think EA is going to let this game not come out? I mean, that'd be a lot of lost money, I would think. Yeah, I don't know any other reason for them to buy Mystic except for this game. Mm-hmm. So to have it not come out would be catastrophic. 
Yeah. All uh, right. That's another on. thing is they might decide. Well, it's so off track. We're gonna remember this was all designed by by the people in the UK, and maybe they're now trying to take more control over it and saying, well, yeah, this is great, but people don't want to play it this way. <laughs> it's kind of. I don't know. It's going to be yeah, weird. We're getting into the land of extreme speculation there. <laughs> That's the best kind. All right, well, well, let's move on to something more um, sunny and happy. We've got a new Harvest Moon game announced for the DS. Uh, happy you can Father. barely contain my excitement. <laughs> Yay! I was sorry. One of us serious, the other one isn't. Guess who is it? Yes. <laughs> I, I, I'm having trouble telling. Um... So not excited about Harvest Moon Sun and Friends, huh, Brian? You're just not excited about Harvest Moon in general. <laughs> I can't imagine playing a Harvest Moon game and having fun. I've tried several times to get into the series, and I just don't get the point at all. Well, I, I don't know. I, I want to spend my free time um, farming and doing chores and getting tired and having to go back to bed, I guess. I, yeah, so, pause. why don't you explain it to me? You're still excited about this. You've already played Harvest Moon games on DS. Do you really need right. another one? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Just that simple, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> there is uh, no aren't question. Aren't there, like, seven that and Harvest Moon uh, games on the DS? No, there, I don't think there's seven. I think there's five. I think uh, let's that, count. I think there's... Sun... According well, there's to our story, this is the DS. fifth on the DS. There's Harvest Moon DS. There's Harvest Moon DS Boy uh, Girl. There is Rune Factory. There Rune is Rune Factory Two. Rune Factory Two, and then there's Sun. So yeah, this would be the fifth. Then there's the second one, and now this is the third one. Then a new puzzle game. Um, you know, I haven't heard anything about Puzzle the Harvest Moon since. Um, well, that's still six. Six. You know, well, I almost think I it's thought we saw something recently. Not that I've heard. I don't know. I thought I saw it in a, a recent, like, upcoming thing, but maybe right, not. Well, well, the point is, you're still excited about this, and is it just the gameplay, or is it some of the features that they're in, or, or what? Um, I, I think it's a little bit of column A and a little bit of column B, and I'll be honest, um, the localization in the last couple Harvest Moon DS games has been kind of, um, you can censor me, because I'm going to say a bad word, total sh- and I've actually said so to Natsume. And um, so I, I'm still kind of hoping that Natsume can redeem itself a little bit and maybe put out a Harvest Moon game with, with a super solid translation. I mean, it's never anything that makes the game unplayable. But I mean, it's always like, you know, I don't want to read Anne Fish. That's just... just as someone who had to learn English as a second language, when something is really poorly translated, it gets on my nerves. Mm. And that that's just a personal pet peeve. Um, and so, you know, as much as I love the Harvest Moon series, that, that's kind of been a bummer for me lately. Well, so, so I'm really looking have- forward to kind of giving Natsume another chance and saying, please don't screw it up again. So, But you have no reason to believe this is going to be any better, though, right? Um... Well, Rune Factory is better than Harvest Moon DS. Okay, so they, there's, there's a positive there's trend that you're hoping is going to yes. continue? Okay. I, I hope so. All right. And, so it looks like- I mean, it's, it's only been in the last few games that there's kind of been, like, 
these airs. Like Magical Melody was really, really well done, but um, Harvest Moon DS and Instant Life and Rune Factory have all kind of had these little slip-ups. And I mean, like I said, it, it's it's nothing that kills the game. It's just, it's my pet peeve, and that's why I don't like it. Um, so we're adding some content, like Wi-Fi content with trading and voice chat. We've got a, a release date set for winter in Japan, and no release date for the U.S. yet. So look forward to more Harvest Moon fun um, if you're enjoying those games. And uh, just, I guess, don't look forward to it if you don't. Um, sorry, Brian. <laughs> uh, what else do we got? We've got, oh, another cancellation. Well, I guess the only cancellation we know is really a cancellation. Another MMO having issues. That would be Gods and Heroes, which was going to be a big one for, I guess, Sony and their developer. Who's the developer here? <clears throat> it was Perpetual Entertainment, and oh, that's right. SOE was only doing the uh, publishing, so it's not a huge hit to them. Am I the only one here that totally isn't surprised? Like, I swore you went to the booth with me last year, Michael, to SOE, and we both saw this. Were, were you impressed last year? I definitely wasn't. We even had a, like, after hours, uh, huge demonstration about this game, and I was kind of like, I went like, to that oh, demo. Cool. Yeah, but they didn't seem like anything more than, well, you're going to have all these players with you. What else do you need? You're like, uh, something to do? I don't know. They so, had some, they did have some interesting, I don't know, bosses, and they had some combat styles that were... <clears throat> The point is, it it looked more interesting to me than kind of the Conan stuff I had seen. Mm -hmm. The team seemed better of a pedigree and all that, so I don't know. I don't know. It came as a surprise to me. But they're taking the team and putting them on the Star Trek game, so it's not a major loss for them. All of the team, or who wasn't let go? Uh, Select people. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever they didn't fire. Yeah. Well, yeah, ultimately, what? I'd rather have a good Star Trek MMO than a good Gods and Heroes MMO, but I don't know. I guess since I saw that and kind of invested some of myself in that, I'm kind of surprised. I actually wonder if... Um, they were, The big thing as they were toting was they were going to be the first um, you know, multi-character MMORPG, and then they didn't get that out in time, and Swords of the New World took it over as the first multi-character MMO. Mind yeah, you, I'm not even sure why they were making it. that claim last year, since Granado Espada is like four years old. <laughs> right, but it wasn't here. Yeah, that's true. But you know, then, really, Granado Espada still is only halfway here as far as the translation goes. So, uh, well, no, it's actually there's been a couple of major patches lately. Oh, okay. Cleaned up significantly. All right, the I should log back that, into that. <laughs> yeah, you might actually log back in. Now, the only thing that they haven't done is they haven't resized the boxes. So that's still an issue. Yeah. But, uh, so they still say co dot dot dot. Um, yeah, some of that, but I mean, they've been doing a lot of cleaning up. I've actually, okay. well, I'll get into that more when we're talking about what we're playing. Okay. Um, next is new releases. So, what we got this week? Don't really know much about. I know we cover it, and I just haven't been hearing anything. It would be Dawn of Magic. Um, what do you guys know? <laughs> I want to share stuff with our listeners, and I just don't feel like digging up really, really old news stories. I'd rather have something recent. And have we heard anything about this recently? Um, 
we know there are there's news coming, but it's been kind of under wraps. Well, it's like and out I, in two days. Or tomorrow, yeah. really, it's ship date. Is it? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, according to GameStop and our site, so I don't know. I'm a little concerned there. Maybe it's another Two Worlds class of title or something. I, it, I don't know. That's something we'll have to look into, I think. Yeah. <laughs> did you did you get any builds of this or anything? Uh, I do have a build, but I can't really say anything on it. Not because I can't, but because it doesn't seem to work for me. <laughs> okay. Well, it's not a good sign, but it is just... No, a- but... It was clearly marked as a as a preview, so, yeah, so you know I'm not like I would panicking. I would hope they've they've figured out how to get the game right. It seemed the largest thing is that they were tracking them individually for previews. They're very worried about it getting out, mm-hmm. and so you have to authenticate yourself. And I'm apparently unable to do that. Ah, uh, okay. Which it's weird. You have a game less than you know a month, and you're like trying to authenticate your preview copies. I don't understand why the Secrecy. Mm. Okay. Well, uh, another kind of classic for RP gamers, and I, th- I think we like this game a lot. Well, those when I say we, I mean the site because I haven't personally played it, so I better just claim that right off. But Puzzle Quest is coming out for the PC in a box form and a downloadable form with uh, a site whose name escapes me right now. And it's also out on Xbox Live. So now 15. it is out on every single platform ever created. Right. Well, I don't think it's coming out for the Engage, but I think it yeah. is. Oh, okay. The way for the new Engage, and then is it out on the Wonder Squad? <laughs> yes, it is. Okay. D three actually just released this game in Japan, and uh, it's part of their simple series of games. They sell at budget budget prices. Uh, I think they're putting it on the TI eighty one liners next. Hmm. I hope you're kidding. I don't. I. I don't think he's serious, Mike. But uh, okay, so fifteen bucks on Xbox Live, twenty bucks on the PC. I believe both have multiplayer, um, which is something good because internet Wi-Fi play is something that wasn't really on the PSP or DS, was it? No. No. So now you can finally play with your friends. Ad hoc, and it. You know, like every other ad hoc game, nobody actually ever uses it. Right. So do you guys think it's worth getting again, or since you've already played through the single player, can you not really justify it? Didn't really think it was worth getting the first time. I'm stuck on the last pass. You know, for the uh, for a budget price, I could I could see it. It is a budget price, so yeah. I might pick it up, but only if I can find someone who wants to play it with me. So, all right. We also have Oblivion Game of the Year Edition coming out for those PS3 owners. That is... So this is kind of weird. We've got Oblivion Game of the Year Edition come out for PS3. We've got Oblivion Shivering Isles coming out for Xbox 360. Because the Xbox 360 just got the Oblivion Game of the Year Edition a while back. So the Game of the Year Edition is Oblivion plus the Shivering Isles expansion. So now they're releasing the Shivian Eyes expansion for the 360 owners who already had the game before the Game of the Year edition came out. And PS3 owners have a choice of basically playing just the game that they already bought and rebuying basically the game and the game with this expansion, which is 
you know, another 60 bucks just to get the expansion. And then a news story comes out this week about um, we're looking into ways to getting the expansion only onto the PS3, maybe downloadable, maybe we don't know. Uh, it just all seems kind of weird to me. Uh, okay, uh, no comments on that, apparently. <laughs> We also have for Oblivion. The Oblivion news doesn't stop this week. Oblivion goes for the Fighter Stronghold, available for download for both the Xbox 360 and the PC versions of Oblivion, and it's available free. Now, on their website for the PC download, it says it's free to avail- free to download this week from October 15th through October 21st, and I'm not sure if that's true on the Xbox version or not. Um, I don't have an Xbox, so I can't check. So, I don't know. They haven't really announced pricing that I'm aware of after this week. So, I guess if you are interested in that at all, just go out and download it this week, even if you're not going to play it, because you might have to pay if you wait. So, just some advice out there. Interesting. I think I'm the only one here here on the panel who has Oblivion, right? Oh, I have. Um, I have a copy somewhere. Right, it's one of those I, games that. Oh, did you? I actually have it installed. But, I oh, do have I it installed. <laughs> I I started playing it. I got distracted with side quests and then got on other games. And I really want to get back into it, but I just know how much time it's going to require, and it's well, really hard to get back into that. It runs really crap on Vista too. Oh, does it? Oh well. Yeah. Just kind of disappointing. So it's sort of like well. They're the only other computer in the house um, that has XP and is capable of playing it is a laptop. And so, sort of like, eh, that dampens my desire to play it a little bit. Mm. Yeah, that would have been a good reason to get the 360 version, I guess. That's the one I have, actually. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, you should probably check that out, Mike, but we probably wouldn't see you for a couple weeks if you did. I've actually talked to my father a bit about it, and it just doesn't sound like something I'd like. I'm not really open-ended. Well, you don't have to play it that open-endedly. You could just follow the quest. Hmm. Maybe. If you want me to play more games. Really, with a game like that, the point is how open-ended it is. Right. You can play as a kitty person. Oh. Yeah. Right, don't go there. <laughs> All right. Um, still next week is uh, Front Mission and Castlevania X. Two games that should be pretty interesting. Um, so now we arrive at the What Are You Playing? So, what have you guys been playing? <laughs> I've got uh, quite a juggle going on here at moment because I'm um, playing Final Fantasy Tactics. I'm playing Ash Hill. I'm playing Zelda, and I'm also trying to finish up Sweet Code in 3 as part of the marathon I was doing. So it's, it's going to be a little bit difficult to balance all of these. You still um, enjoying Ash? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm enjoying all of them, actually. Good. I've got some gripes with uh, Final Fantasy Tactics, but overall, I'm enjoying it. How's the lag? It's permanent. Yeah, I tried overclocking my PSP and it didn't really make a difference. And you just have to so deal with it. 
There is lag. It's not that big of a deal. It really it's, isn't, but it it's there. Really, so if you're going to focus on it, it'll bug you. And if you could just stop thinking about it, it, it really doesn't bug you. So it's kind of an attitude once, thing. Yeah, once you accept that it's going to take time to do actions, it's not really like ruining the game. But you do wish it wasn't there. The only time it really gets annoying is when you're replaying a battle for like the tenth time or something, which really is your fault know. for not being good, I guess. But casting protect on four people just kills me. Yeah, that's. But some of that was there in the originals. Is something you got to remember. But I know it just didn't look quite that bad. However, I just don't, the slowdown's not that big of a deal. Yeah, especially in light of the completely redone translation, which is oh my gosh, so enjoyable to read. <laughs> I, I, I read it out yeah. loud. Enjoyable to read. Overall, yeah, I have gripes though because they did make some su- substantive changes to the story that I don't really care. Um, well, I would have to have understood the story to begin with to notice them, but I mean, is there something? Well, I don't like that example? they changed the church from monotheistic to polytheistic because that's a pretty big alteration to the world and to the story and to the context of the game. Oh, I'm still in chapter one, and it sounded very monotheistic to me. They uh, refer to gods constantly, and Saint Ajor is no longer the son of God. He's now child of the gods. Oh, hmm. that's interesting. That's really the main thing that I don't care for because I liked the original story. I didn't like the translation. I would have liked if they had just taken that, fixed it up, translated it better, did the excellent dialogue that they do have, and didn't make any substantive changes to the story itself because that was fine. Mm-hmm. You can't really just take something out of context like that, alter it and expect the whole story to hold together like it did originally. The the pantheon of gods they have is really that important, do you think? I think it's a pretty important story, yeah. Okay. Oh, I'll have to continue on with it to see. I really love the lines, though. Just the Some of Argoth's insults in Chapter 1 are just fantastic when the rewrite with this this melodramatic, like, British drama-type thing going on. I just love it. <laughs> I mean, Mike, I know you were you were playing through the same battles as me, and it was just, just laughing to each other about this. You have to read them aloud, and just, like, they're... You have to ham to it say. up, too, because it's yeah. just great. <laughs> oh, and you have to say that, you know, in the only voice and everything, and it's like, oh, yeah. It's, it's very witty. Like there are some great, great one-liners in there. Exactly. I think my favorite is still from uh, Chapter 1, right, the tutorial battle, when Negrius says that, you know, we don't want to kill him, we just want to root him. And Gafgarian replies, well, I find the dead man more easily. Yes. They do that route more easily. Dead man what? That dead man route more easily. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So I, I think we're going to recommend people pick that up if they haven't, but they already knew we were going to do that, so... What have you been playing, Paws? Um, well, like I was saying earlier, um, I actually haven't had a whole ton of time to play this week. Um, we actually had a debate tournament this weekend at my university. I was chief adjudicator. I ran the tournament. but That sounds official. Um, chief adjudicator. Chief adjudicator. And, That's a tactics uh, thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, sure. I'm thinking of judges, I think. Yes, I, cool. I actually was the head judge. That, that's what the position is. Oh, so I basically ran. The You're whole... not allowed to do any abilities. Now win the fight. Yellow card. <laughs> no Hitler references. Yellow card. Okay. <laughs> um, 
before the debate started, the, the debate tournament started this weekend, I actually got accepted to an end game rating guild in sort of the new world. Um, so that that's pretty exciting. And uh, yesterday night, I went to see Diablo, who's a level 100 boss for the first time. Ooh. And we actually went again today. And it was really neat because um, a, a GM uh, showed up and was watching us kill it and was like, hmm, you guys did that far too well. And so they spawned about 20 cannon dogs on top of us. <laughs> and we killed those. And so the AM was like, oh, you guys need a challenge. And so they spawned a hill giant on top of us. Oh, no. Which uh, which was actually not bad. We dispatched it pretty easily. But it was only a level 8 hill giant. <laughs> and this is all level 100 people. And so the AM finally goes, oh, no, that was much too easy for you guys. And summons a level 64 hill giant. <laughs> Which immediately turns to my level um, 58 family and one hit KOs all of them. <laughs> Just, Ouch. and I'm dead on the floor. But the, we, we did manage to kill it and uh, we, we chatted for a while with the AM, but I thought that was really cool. That, that's that kind really of one cool. of the things that I, I really like about Sword is the, the staff interaction is really, really good. And uh, point, point uh, just to prove that is. I've actually started on the message forums what's called the Grandmaster Forum. And it's basically a way for the company to um, release information a little bit slower. So what it is is um, if you're basically a, a trusted member of the board community um, or you're a clan leader, you get access to this board. And uh, they, they did kind of let us see a little bit early, um, for example, the, the cash shop which they put out a super huge update for the cash shop this week. Cool. So, that, Just to clarify cool. for people, that's uh, Granada, Spada, Sword of the New World, Yep. which is free to play. You can just download it at uh, swordofthenewworld.com. So. Yep. You playing other things? Um, Quite a lot to play. <laughs> yeah, I, I simply haven't, just because that cool. tournament took up too much of my time this week. Yeah. What have you been into, Mike? Um, I'm excited to say I actually finished a game. I finished uh, Zelda Phantom Hourglass. Yay. And uh, it was good. It was uh, it was kind of nice to go old school with the Zelda style, be overhead and things like that. Um, let's see, what else? I just started playing Tactics and finished Chapter 1 last night. And um, you guys are slow. I'm all the way in the middle of chapter three. Yeah, I had to finish Zelda first, and then I've been playing Crisis Core. So I've died three times at Zeton, and things aren't going well for me. I need to go level. No, wow. you don't. Okay, you really don't. Well, I was lower level than you, up. and I passed it. Well, maybe because I have easy. an oracle and stuff. I don't know. Well. I I'm trying to rush and kill Argoth, and it's not working. Working, so no, you you don't rush and kill Argoth. You have to kill everyone else first. Well, I'm too impatient then. All he does is shoot you with a 24 hit point crossbow. You're not going to have any damage from him until he gets mad. So just oh. ignore him and kill everyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, oh, and RPG people cast where you go for your Final Fantasy tactic strategies. Actually, <laughs> I'm glad you bring that up because we have a. Final Fantasy Tactics Guide, which I've always loved, 
and it's still sitting around on our site. And I linked it in our forums. If you guys want to, go, if any readers out there, just go to our Square Enix forum on boards.rpgamer.com. I put a link up to it. It is just this great little guide that has uh, pictures of all the levels, so you can see all the maps, and it has some tips in there. Um, they do recommend really high levels. You don't need to be as high of levels that are recommended in this guide, but I've always appreciated the layout of this versus just a normal text file. So I, don't know, I just want to give a plug of that. It doesn't have the updates, doesn't have ball fear or anything, the new content, but a lot of it will still apply. Um, obviously, I'm not using it. That's why I'm losing, but that's the challenge I want to give to myself. So... <laughs> Yeah, I. It really it's it's tricky because there is a lot of new content, and you're kind of like, well, you know, we we couldn't figure out like what was it a mystic? We're like, what's a mystic? We're look at the guide because they changed it from. Uh, was that the oracle? Oracle, I think. Yeah, that was the yeah. oracle. So we we're like, oh, actually, new what, content man? though. That's just names being changed. Right, but no, that's not. But still, the guide's not to. perfect. Well, yeah, the guide's going to refer to an oracle, and it's a mystic, and you're going to be confused. But... And so, all. Yeah, it, it's kind of nice. Maybe, maybe all we the should update changed. that. I don't know. Mm. If anyone could make a new time. version. Yeah. That was back when we had a guide section and everything too. So. That was yeah. That was still one person who did all that. Yeah. Oh. Have you been playing anything else, Mike? Oh, I don't know, just that little Crisis Core game. Yeah, so Mike and I went crazy last week, um, or two weeks ago, rather. We went on eBay, and we each picked up a Crisis Core PSP, and they arrived, like, last week, the day after the podcast for me, and a couple yeah, days later. Yeah, it was the day after that. And I, and I just have this beautiful-looking PSP sitting here and a copy of Crisis Core just staring at me. And I didn't care that it was Japanese, so I copped on Skype and said, Mike, we're going to play this. So we've been playing Crisis Core. Um, we've gotten through the first three chapters of the game. We're using a we're using some script guides. Uh, SilentTweak.net has a good one. And very interesting experience. The first uh, foreign, uh, foreign game I've really tried to play like this. <laughs> well, is that true for you too, Mike? No, I played Itadaki and I played uh, Chrono Cross. Oh, okay. In Japanese. You also played Sakura Tazen for the Dreamcast. That was actually one of the times I was visiting you. I was helping you with the script. That's true. And that went very badly. <laughs> you played game. Chrono Cross and an import? Yeah, I did. That must have been hard, too. I gave up. Yeah. <laughs> it was really hard. Well, that's what I'm noticing here. This is very... Yeah, the game we chose to do this with is kind of text-heavy at times. They have an like entire an email section. Well, they have an entire email section, and none of the fan translation guides are even trying to attempt to translate all those right now, because that's just far too much. I still think we're going to find it when it comes into English, and it's going to be like, it's going to tutorial of everything we know how to do. <laughs> yeah, it, there's a lot that we're struggling with that... I'm yeah, sure it's it's fun because we'll I'll get slightly ahead of him, you know, my a minute or two, and I'm like, "Ooh, I got a box, and I got stuff." <laughs> I don't know what it is. Well, I then just we spend a while stuff. trying to translate the the characters and stuff. But anyway, you, the game you guys itself. even read Kana? No, Katakana. You should at least read Kana if you're going to play a Japanese game. Well, you know that would help. There's but not much. That takes time, and I want the pretty Final Fantasy VII music now. <laughs> this game has. Oh, some great remixes in it of the Final Fantasy VII tunes. I'm just enjoying that so much when I get to a boss fight and get like still more fighting, just 
rocking out and all that stuff. And uh, sounds so much better than it did on the PlayStation. But I, I mean, are you enjoying the game, Mike? Because I've really been really been liking it. And the battle system's fun and interesting. Me can't even figure out what I'm doing, but I'm still having fun doing it. Um, well, the battle system is really strange. It's yeah. it's not going to be a uh, you know menu driven system. You pretty much just go with it. It's action driven, and so you don't have to know much. Um, you have to figure out what your material is, and you have to hopefully figure out what kind of attack you're going to have to evade. But you don't care what the name is. You don't care. Uh, you know, it doesn't hurt you not to know it. You can dodge it all the same. Well, it's a red basically box. Basically, you like, see hey, a what? red box come off the screen that your enemy's doing something. You hit the dodge button. So yeah, pick the right direction bad. and hope you win. <laughs> the limit breaks are weird because they're essentially random, and you don't have much control over them. So Everything that's a weird part. Yeah, your levels like are this random. Constant your slot machine random. going on in the upper corner, and occasionally stuff happens. Sometimes it helps it's you. And sometimes slot. it really helps you. What is that? It's Pachi slot. I don't know what that is. It's a it's, slot machine type thing. Yeah, it's very popular in Japan. Oh, they make lots so of Pachi slot games with anime licenses. It's kind of ridiculous. Oh. The Neon Genesis Pachi slot sell very well. Okay, so it's just kind Does of a random slot machine game. All right. So yeah, it's fun. The music's good. Uh, well, the music that it remixes are good. The cutscenes have been good. The original music, not so much so far. I don't know. The graphics. Oh my god, Mike. Are these not the most like beautiful PSP graphics you've ever seen? It makes me cry because it's just, how can this game look so good and not lag at all? And then, and and the then you go play game. something like Tactics, and there's which, just which all this lag. And it's like, yeah, it, it's frustrating. It do this. Yeah. If you feel like Tactics on the PSP, it plays fine. That's the funniest yeah. part. If you, emulate, if you oh, emulate, if you emulate it, oh, tactics on the PSP, it plays fine. That's the thing. That's down so there, ironic. The <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> jeez. Well, I think it's all the developer, whoever did tactics. Um, that would be toast. Yeah. The the game, in my opinion, it looks as good as a PS2 game which is a very high standard for a PSP game. I mean, obviously the textures are a lower resolution because the screen is not as high of a resolution, but I, I don't know. I, I, I'd i be pleased with those graphics on a PSP, honestly. So. You mean on PS2? Or? On a PS2, sorry. <laughs> oh, it's like because they're on the PSP. I'm thoroughly impressed. So this game has yeah, wowed better than most. Looks better than most Wii games, too. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. I should try playing that on my TV instead of Tactics and see what it yeah. looks like. All right. Well, I think we've uh, we've hit everyone's up now you're playing, right? Uh, unless you're playing something else other than Crisis Core. I don't have time for Zelda, Crisis Core, and Tactics. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, wow. Fun week, big week, lots of news. Anything else that you guys can think of? We've pretty much covered everything we're doing. I mean, yeah. There's nothing I'm actually looking forward to to start next week. I just want to make progress on what I have. Yeah. We need to make a decision on Crisis Core if we're going to keep playing that or if we're going to save. Since it's so good, we might want to just 
stop playing and wait for the English version so we can fully enjoy it. Yeah, that was really the thing. I was kind of like, I didn't think that much of it because I, you know, I'd heard the randomness and everything. And then to play it was completely different than what I thought. So now I'm kind of on the fence of do I want to keep going and, you know, basically ruin the story? Or do I, uh, you know, wait, what is it, maybe six, seven months before we get it? Do we have a release date for it yet? I don't think we do. Not an official one. No, we don't. But looking March no. of 08 is what most people are estimating, but... Yeah. Okay. So it's it's up in the air, too. Yep. Hopefully come okay. soon, because this thing's quality. Yeah, but that's the thing. If it's too quality, they might hold it off for a big release time, too. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's possible. That would suck, though. But it's the PSP, so probably not. <laughs> All right, well, let's wrap things up. Thank you guys for being here this week. Thank you readers for, or rather listeners for listening. <laughs> if you're enjoying it, come over to the iTunes page and please uh, write us a review, dig us, whatever else you can do on the social web out there. All that web 2.0-y stuff. Give us a, give us some boost. <laughs> anyway, and thank you definitely guys. Definitely come to our message boards. Let us know the things that you like and don't like. You know, let us know your opinion on the podcast. Um, we always love feedback, and uh, we, we've had some pretty good discussions going on some of our previous threads, so don't hesitate to, to speak up and, and say what you think. Yeah, please post comments and questions on there, and if there's good comments and questions, we will address them on the podcast. So please do give us feedback. Uh, you can also email us at podcast at rpgamer.com if you want, and that'll all work too. So I hope to hear from you guys. Hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you for joining us for RPG Cast, and that's it. Thanks a lot. Bye. Thank you. Bye. So overall, I was really, really happy with how things went this week. Things were yeah, we happy. did good this week. Yeah, I thought it went really well. <laughs> kind of puttered out at the end. More hype than usual. You sounded what? I think I sounded a bit more negative than usual. I, I, don't I honestly don't talk. think people will be able to tell the difference. So. <laughs> That's true. Say what, Mike? I'm, I, I'm, oh, you were supposed to plug fan art. I was. Oh, I was. Yeah. Okay, um, we're gonna add this in right after the after the end. Um, please visit RP Gamer fan art. It's you know I can't even do this. I don't know what to say. Just say it's artastic. It, it has RP no Gamer view. art. RP Gamer fan art. It's artastic. <laughs> oh god, don't do that. That's awful. That's perfect. That's the best plug ever. We can just do that in the outtakes, I guess. Yeah, but I don't, I don't really know what to say. All than yeah, we need submissions. Please come to fan well, art. Part of the problem is is we're getting the submissions now because apparently he hasn't been getting them through the email somehow. So we actually need to look into that. So we don't really need to do the plug. Okay. No, but it was still very funny. <laughs> right, well, I'll just put this section in the outtakes. <laughs> Yeah. It's artastic. Artastic. That was awesome. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Brian. Yeah.